This is his text. 82-year-old woman raped. My mom and aunt did their hair and makeup and ran out as soon as they heard. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. A word that comes up for me is hope. Officials reported last summer's citywide total of fecal incidents in city pools. The Post reports the total number of times swimmers dropped the kids off at the pool. In the city's 65 pools, there were 4.2 shits per pool. An average of four shits per day were documented during the 10-week season in New York City. People shit in the pool 272 times, more than most toilets. The city's pools with the highest incidence of shits, tied with 17 shits each. Halfen Pool in the Bronx, as in Halfen to shit. In Manhattan, Hamilton Fish Pool, as in ton of fish poo. And Lasker Pool in Manhattan, as in, does she intend to shit in the pool? Alaskar. Yes, she does. Two in Manhattan, one in the Bronx. You'd think it would be a pool in Brownsville. Or at least flushing. If you must swim in any of those pools, don't go in the water without goggles, a wetsuit, possibly a mini submarine. I wouldn't swim in any of those pools, and I eat ass. One thing about a fecal incident, you don't need poop detector. Add it to the water. If someone shits in the pool, well, don't worry, you'll know. How difficult is it really to not shit in a pool? 17 shits in the shittiest pools. That's four times the average. What? Was it built on some kind of hallowed ground, ancient Indian nursing home or something? Uh, joining me now, P.D. Diaber from the Bronx. Hey, what's up, what's up Hey, so a Bronx courtroom was the scene of a clash between supporters of an accused killer and family members of the dead's, the dead man's, uh, the man's dead ex-girlfriend is who it was. They were supporting her, the dead ex-girlfriend. She doesn't really acquire, not a lot of support, but you know, 25-year-old Kiri Borden. Uh, do you know him? No, I got a cousin named Kerry, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully it's not the same person. Yeah, man, yeah. I mean, you know, he's, yeah, he's in trouble. He's, uh, he's uh, charged in the grisly fatal stabbing of 22-year-old mother Jasmine Gonzalez. Her bloodied body was found on Sunday, where it's believed Borden dumped it at Bronx River Park. As Borden was led away in handcuffs, some of them uh, in his corner there, uh, as he was indicted, shouted out words of encouragement. One group representing the slain Rodriguez yelled out, Suck my dick! <laughs> and the two factions got into a shouting match before being removed from court. How about that? That's just regular Bronx stuff. That's every day. Yeah, even in court, huh? Yeah. <laughs> suck my dick. I object. <laughs> well, to sucking your dick, I object. <laughs> what I was the reason? That's the whole thing. Well, they were mad at his family there because they were cheering him on. No, no, so, no. But why, why did he kill her? He might have had a good reason. Not oh. to say that, the, that like, yeah, well, yeah, no, cool, no, no, but. you're right. Yeah, that's not exactly cool. But, you know, there may be a good reason. Uh, you know, it's hard to speculate on something like that. Uh, we, we've seen murder cases where a guy killed his girlfriend because she said she was pregnant and she wasn't going to get rid of the baby no matter what. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> guy, valid, man. I mean, yeah. And then they and then they found out, you know, like when they did the autopsy on her, she wasn't even pregnant. So now because she had to tell that lie, this guy's doing twenty five years. Know, she was messing with his head. Yeah. Intentionally. Cause he didn't know. He probably didn't even, he was probably unemployed. 
He's going, well, shit, this is going to be bad for me. He's like, first of all, I don't have the abortion money. First of all, that's one. <laughs> I mean, then she goes, then she probably I can't afford to not have this. Right. <laughs> she probably gave it was a roller coaster effect with, with his emotions. You know what I mean? It was like he, 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 he lost it. Yeah. Well, he, he killed her and then he uh, and then he threw uh, Axe body spray on her and then he set her on fire. Well, that's just that's just the gift that keeps on giving, you know, uh, but this that's a different case. I can't, uh, I can't assign that kind of thing to this woman. You know, she's uh, might have been a really sweet woman. You know, I don't know. The stabbing uh, victim. The stabbing victim. I, I got yeah. a funny story. Uh, my 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 aunt got stabbed. This is at like Whoa. my uh, this is my eighth birthday party. <laughs> like you know, the kids are in the front playing, and then uh, the adults are in the back doing adult stuff. Yeah. So it's just like each a other. big thing, and then like my aunt's. My aunt's baby daddy stabbed my aunt. So it was like two sisters. The baby daddy stabbed one of the sisters, my aunt. Jesus. And that was my birthday party. But then, like, as I grew up, I never, like, you know, I, I thought it was cruel and crazy when I was a kid. But then I got older and I started encountering women. And I was like, I wonder what she must have said. You know, she yeah. might have said something crazy. Yeah. You don't know. She might have did something crazy. It's sometimes, you know, you don't like to think that violence is necessarily the answer for anything, but it's, it's an understandable choice uh, when, when you make that choice in a moment of, uh, you know, supreme frustration. Mm. And, and sometimes when you cause somebody to come to that uh, level of frustration and, and you're not like, uh, you know, you, you don't care about that person you're trying to avoid it. You're, uh, what do they say? You're, you're poking the, the beast or something, you know? The sad part to me is the victim's always right. You ever notice that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the dead yeah. guy's always right. Sure. <laughs> He's always, he didn't deserve it. Yeah. But they, I don't, they probably don't really uh, enjoy it as much. <laughs> I think I'd rather be alive and wrong. Oh, prison doesn't seem like it'd be much fun. A Bronx man was having a party in his bathtub at the time of his unfortunate death. The unidentified 43-year-old was found dead in his tub with sex toys and drug paraphernalia <laughs> nearby and blood spatter in another room, according to the Daily News. He was found around 5.10 p.m. with trauma to his body. Cops have been questioning people, seen on surveillance tapes. A neighbor told cops the man had a medical condition and needed emergency treatment occasionally. Wow, could this story leave a few more questions unanswered? Don't tell me that you didn't know the answers to some of these, for Christ's sake. First of all, unidentified victim, blood spatter in another room. What's that? What do you mean blood spatter? Found dead trauma to his body. What kind of trauma? I don't know. I mean, like, what's his medical condition? It's like, you know, what kind of drugs? <laughs> Fuck you, Daily News. <laughs> so he was found with sex toys in the in the tub. Yeah, there's a guy who yeah he he took it to that. Well, what kind of sex toys? Do they say it could have been a fucking gag, ball gag? I guess anal plugs. It could yeah. Double sided dildo. I would imagine some sort of a uh, you know like a an amphibious uh, you know vibrating <laughs> dildo for his asshole. I would bet. The guy's probably like putting something in his butt. I went, maybe he electrocuted himself. What sort of trauma? That's the trauma right there. He's probably like bleeding out of his ass from fucking himself too hard. That's what I speculate. So, okay. Because I'm thinking body trauma is like, I'm thinking like, like hit. Maybe he fell, hit his head. I don't know. Oh. Maybe he was standing up and he slipped. Yeah. That's you know that uh, yeah that you're right that that opens up a whole new uh, thing there like uh, maybe maybe he wasn't even in like a bathtub bath like with the water I maybe mean, he's like taking a shower and he stood up Jesus Christ 
whatever this guy was doing, I, th I think I like the other version better. <laughs> Leave a few unanswered questions, for Christ's sake. The bad news is there's been a citywide spike in rapes. Uh, it's up 105.9% for the same period last year. That's 2014 rape times two from 17 to 35 rapes. Those are real numbers. And speaking of real numbers, uh, you get them and you could win the New York lottery. Jackpot games like Powerball and Mega Millions, Cash for Life, drawings every Monday and Thursday, daily games uh, like Take Five, Quick Draw, and of course, numbers. Uh, even pick a fun scratch off like I do. It's a fun way to spend 10 bucks, and who knows, you might win. Uh, you know, you can get some incredible money. Play the New York lottery because, hey, you never know. And these days, you seemingly never know when you're going to get raped, but it's probably going to be soon. Uh, one more stat, and it's bad news. Over a 28-day period, rape is up 22%. That means if five women were raped in 2014, this year, 6.2 women were raped. That's not the kind of progress anyone is looking for. So you're wondering, what's, what's the good news about rape? Well, the spike in rapes has New Yorkers scratching their heads. I have correspondence in New York City. Sometimes it's called the city that never sleeps. But the truth is, New York City Crime Report is the podcast that never sleeps, with fans in every time zone of the world. When it's midnight in New York, well, the sun's shining in Melbourne. And we're like, well, what are you doing, Melbourne? It's the middle of the night. And they're like, I like that hat. And when it's time to get serious in Queens, it's half past silly in the Forgotten Borough. And that's how I found out about this story. I got a text from my Shaolin friend, Joe James. 82-year-old woman raped. This is his text. 82-year-old woman raped. My mom and aunt did their hair and makeup and ran out as soon as they heard. <laughs> Joe James. Well, the word that comes up for me is hope. Yeah, that may be the closest we can come to good news in this story. The Coney Island woman was raped in her home. The man came inside her home as she was sweeping the sidewalk. Sources say this is truly frightening because it demonstrates the indiscriminate nature in which... Uh, which, which seems to characterize the recent rash of sexual assaults. It shows that no woman is safe, no matter her age, her looks, even her weight. Police say she was raped by uh, Asa Roberts, who was 18. It's a true May-December rape, right in the middle of July. If he was two years younger, they'd have to charge her with rape. <laughs> <laughs> well, the woman had no money for him to steal, so the man took a bag containing some clothes and an umbrella. That's amazing to me that detail got reported. <laughs> he held a knife to my throat, kept me captive, raped me. Anything else? Yes. He, <laughs> he took my umbrella. I'd like to get it back. It cost $11. Well, it, it must have been raining that day, maybe. And he's like, man, I can't go out there like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'll be soaked. So, uh, you said 106%? Yeah, 105.9% rape is up. So that's like... That's, uh, like, that's like 100 more than... No, no, it's like doubled, you know? Like that's 100%. Crazy. Like you just double it. So it was, it was 17 rapes and then 35. So a little over, uh, you know, 17 more rapes. Uh, 18 more rapes. Is yes. that just for the summer? Because it gets hot when it gets hot. It's crazy out here. You notice that? 
I think because like, now they got the nipple rings. You've seen those the chicks that they wear like no bra and they just got the nipple rings. Uh-huh. Makes you want to rape. Yeah. Like an old woman. Yeah. <laughs> All these old women got nipple rings down in Coney Island. I mean, it's less of a fight, probably. He probably looked at it like he's I see like, an old woman sweeping. I'm like, I got to get a piece of that. <laughs> Damn, look how she sweeps. I'm going to take her hostage for a while. He, I think that this he was in there for a few hours. I think he had to like really work up to it. Like, <laughs> you got anything to drink? <laughs> No, I'm sure she's very attractive. Uh, you know, I don't want to, don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm sure she's a, a temptation just as much as anyone else. I mean, that's, sometimes it's, you know, rape isn't about sex, it's about power. Yeah. So, like, with the women with their uh, nipple rings and stuff like that, I don't know. Like, it's funny, groping season is what I like to call it. It happens every year. New York City Crime Report, we mark it right around the time that, uh, well, that's right, it's right. Groping season, it comes uh, right after, uh, you know, what do you call it, uh, Black Hitler Month. Mm. So Black Hitler Month and groping season. It's a transition, and uh, now, now it's full-blown, you know, it's, it's Rape City. It's like, a, it's not that hot of a summer. I saw a groping accusation mm-hmm. the other day. I was on the bus, I take the bus, I live in the Bronx, take the 28 bus, so I'm, I'm, if you ever taken the bus in the city, hey, it's a quit bragging, small first of all. space. There's a small space to get, like, to pay your fare and then get on the bus. So this lady's standing there, and her ass is huge, like huge, like, like two, three asses in one. So she's holding up the line. A guy walks up. He pays his fare. He walks around her. So as he's walking away, she goes, "Don't you grope me!" And I'm like, "Lady, he didn't grow. He was just like his hip grazed her ass." Uh-huh. And she yelled that she accused him of groping. Wow. For everybody, like, I looked, I'm like, I saw everything. I go, he didn't grope you. He just got, your ass was big. Yeah. So, come on. You must get groped, like, fucking constantly. <laughs> An ass like that. <laughs> it wasn't a grope, though. It was like his hip brushed her ass. Uh-huh. And she didn't even see what brushed her ass. She just turned around and said, hey, you don't grope me. Oh, man. And I'm like, whoa. What did the guy do? He just went to the back and ignored her. Yeah. He just ignored her. Well, you see, the, here's the thing, though. She could have just as easily taken a photo of him. Next thing you know, it's in Gothamist. <laughs> And now, you know, the whole city's looking for him. And, like, what other evidence is, is needed? And I don't know when, when I see these photos of people. And, and, I mean, again, I have no idea what's going on. You know what I mean? Maybe all of them are legit. I don't know. They probably are. Sure they are. But, I mean, like, uh, it hasn't been, uh, uh, you know, accused, arrested, tried in a court of law. But, shit, you know, I mean, like, uh, why would they lie, you know? But... It's still it just they take a photo and then that's it, you know. But I mean, there's not like, a photo is, is there the... any corroborating shit that goes along with them going like, "Hey, this guy did this," and and his pictures in the paper were saying he's a a sex offender, you know? Right. And they don't they don't get my side of the story. Like no one ever finds me. Like someone saw that he didn't grow. Like her. maybe you should take a picture of that ass and put it in Gotham and be like, "Here's somebody with a huge ass." <laughs> you figured it out. Put that in there. I think that I think that would kind of turn everything upside down. That would kind of shake things up a little. Oh, well, it's, I tell you something. It's a dangerous time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> and and I and I mean that from for for everybody, women included. I tell you, these rising rapes is brutal, brutal. According to uh, and, th- and this is like Bill Bratton will weigh in on this. He said it's an incredibly heinous crime. Going back to the eighty-two-year-old woman, something that no society and no city can tolerate. <laughs> yeah, you're walking on firm ground there, commish. 
uh, what that woman suffered and endured, nobody should have to suffer or endure anytime or anywhere in this city. It's very violent. Vicious, depraved individual we are seeking, and we need to get him off the streets very, very quickly. Sometimes they just say things anybody would say. It's like, oh, he should he's lock him up. Good. He's not good in any community. <laughs> like, yeah, we know that. Makes sense. No, but I'm serious. Nowhere. An attempted library rape on the Upper East Side campus of Hunter University. 21-year-old woman fought off her attempted rapist, a fellow student who barged into her private study room at the campus library. She was reading alone around quarter after seven. A suspect, 25-year-old Kareem Royes, Royes, uh, allegedly came in and asked for directions to the bathroom. When she looked up, he exposed himself, self, self, That self, old trick? Self. But after that, she says things got ugly. <laughs> he allegedly pounced on her, and she was able to fight him off. But as he fled, she snapped pictures of him, so he came back and bit her. <laughs> so be careful with your phones, ladies. He bit her phone. Or he bit her. He took her phone. And he ran off. He should have bit her phone, took her, and ran off. Suspect was arrested at his Bronx home. Do you know this guy? Uh, probably. Yeah, well, he was uh, reportedly, uh, he used his own student ID in a library. And uh, he has one prior arrest for exposing himself on the subway. Why would you show and expose yourself on the subway, I wonder? I just don't get that one. Yeah, I mean, I guess where the women, you know, it's maybe you're moving, you get off, you get, like, it's easy to get away or something. There's no cameras. Well, maybe maybe it was know. just hot. And, and, he, and he wanted some, you know, sometimes your, your balls and your ass sweat. And you just, maybe he was just cooling off because the AC was nice on the, whichever train he was on. And he is so. And uh, they took it the wrong way. And you mean he's just so, <laughs> so deep in the, into the spectrum that they should just go, oh, he doesn't know any better. I mean, uh, as, hey, who doesn't have a sweaty ass in <laughs> New York City? It's a. Uh, they should call this, uh, they should call it the, the, the fucking uh, the sweaty ass city. So he exposed, I th- honestly, like, at I one point at, he did. Yeah. I go, that's courage. I don't have that kind of courage. That's, yeah, I, I guess you could, yeah, look, you mean with admiration. Like, yeah. yeah, that guy is a courageous person. Uh, a former MIT professor and avant garde artist was sentenced to one year in prison for his most recent performance, uh, performance art piece. Going to prison for his art. In the piece, 61-year-old Joe Gibbons, who has made over 30 films, walks into a Capital One bank in Chinatown on New Year's Eve. He's seen handing the teller a note, which said, this is a robbery, large bills, no die packs, no GPS. (laughs) As the teller then gives him small denomination bills instead of large, and a die pack that explodes as he runs away. Uh, In the film, Gibbons made off with $1,002. He also made off with that much in real life. Uh, it's one of those things that blurs the lines between fantasy and reality, between fiction and, uh, and, and film. And the filmmaker uh, is known for exploring that. And uh, so I guess he's facing the consequences of his art. Now he was sentenced to one year, pleaded guilty to the top charge, and he uh, was sentenced to the minimum. Six more months, and he's out. Uh, what do you think of a guy who, who robs a bank and calls it art? Courageous. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. That's a great idea. Yeah, I think of the other shit you can get away with. You could be because you could, but you could say any. He could have the guy that raped the eighty-two-year-old was could have said that was art. Yeah. 
<laughs> like he found the loop. He figured it out. Yeah, it's like he figured out a whole new way. He works in the medium of rape. A true artist. And getting away. In, <laughs> in the medium of crime. That's well, crazy. That reminds me that uh, New York City Crime Awards will be coming up and, and nominees. Uh, we're, we're now kind of looking them over. I think that this might, uh, this guy, this 82-year-old rapist, uh, or guy who raped the 82, he's not 82, he's 18. But uh, that might be, that might be a category. Maybe there should be a category for best May, December rape. How does it, does it work by people who get away? Or, or like no, it, no, no, no. The, the getting away is not necessary, no. Yeah. I think that should like add a little more, ju- like a little more, you know. Yeah, maybe that would be another a whole category. Uh, get, you know, best, uh, best crime that you got away with. You know, I say the truth of it is, Petey, and don't spread it around, but we're kind of making this shit up as we go. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, yeah, but I like this guy. I like this Gibbons guy. I wouldn't want to watch any of his fucking shitty movies, you know, because why would you want to watch them? You know, Confessions of a Sociopath is one of them. Like, well, I've dated. I know what that's like. You know, I've heard them. I've talked to sociopaths. You date these people sometimes. They turn out to be smarter than you. And you're like, well, fuck this. <laughs> I can't deal with you. Did he have someone film him or did he use? He used a little camera, a little pink and silver handheld video camera. Oh, wow. So he was, yeah, the guy, he's, he's, he's an auteur. You know what would have been crazy? If he would have, like, used, if he didn't use his own camera and he kind of did like that guy that did it at the, the Apple store last week where he recorded his album. Oh, yeah. He could have been like, yo, I didn't have money for the film or anything, so I just made the CCTV. Uh, take care of it all. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, by Prince. Uh, what's that fucking guy? Harvey. <laughs> You're a fan. <laughs> I gotta know about that because I was like, oh, I'm lazy, so I'm like, man, this guy's ambitious. Yeah, yeah, he is, isn't he? Went down there and read. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking ambitious. I was uh, I was joking with somebody the other day. I go, I should do that. For like, if I my first comedy special, I'll just shoot it in the bodega on the CCTV on on surveillance. Dude, that's such a great idea. That's such a fucking great idea. Do it like, uh, you know, like the war, you know, even better yet. You know, there'd be a bunch of images of you that have like 15 cameras on you. If you had, remember like in C- you go to Sears when you're a kid, you know, yeah. and then you like fuck around like, you know, like, look, uh, I'm on TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's your special. You walk by the TV and it's like recording you. Uh. Yeah. I never thought, but that's great because I never thought of that. There's like 18 million cameras in the, in the corner store. Yeah. You get a great shoot. All kind of angles. You know, uh. It's kind of like Borat or something, you know, just except fucking horrible. <laughs> well, this guy, Russell Simmons. Are you down with Russell Simmons? Are you, are you a fan of Russell Simmons? Are you a fan of, yeah. are you a fan of the shit he's saying? Russell Simmons blasting Mayor de Blasio again this time. I think we see more what Russell's all about. You know, because he was uh, giving him shit for not getting the stuff done with the police. Like, yeah, you guys, he said he was, uh, he said that Bratton, uh, made de Blasio his bitch. Why? Well, you know, here's the thing. It was the horse ban all along. That's all he cares about, I think. Yeah, Russell Simmons told the Daily News he's frustrated with de Blasio for not pushing the ban harder and not doing more to get antique cars to replace the horses. Well, now, here's an issue. That's a serious issue, isn't it? Russell Simmons? Wants antique cars. Like an old lady. I thought he was talking about Eric Gardner. I didn't know it was horses. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was to be like a serious hook behind this and uh, it's just like carriages yeah i'm thinking it's like when is justice gonna be served right yeah and it's like with what 
the horses. Yeah, they gave him five point nine million. He's like, uh, well, what about the horses? You know, <laughs> they're still working. So he wants antique cars to replace the horses. That's a big deal, right there. They want him to ride around. Look at this. Look how much better this would be. But the horses are more great. Antique cars, those are carbureted engines. That's crazy unhealthy to the community. Who's going to be driving these friggin' antique cars? I guess they'd be electric, little bullshit antique cars, you know? And then, like, they want uh, the the horses, you know? Go die someplace. You know what I mean? Where are they going to go? Because those are old. Those are not, like, those are, like, horses. Like That's like a retired retired horse. It's like, what are you doing now? I'm just working in the city. Yeah, I got this little thing I do a couple hours a day, and you know, mostly, mostly I stand next to Central Park. Really, right. that's what I do more than anything. I stand and I wait. Yeah, you know, horses—they're just standing there. That's shit. all I see them doing. I shit. see them like, yeah, standing there and shit. I feel the the people who work for those horses are—they've <laughs> those are the ones that should be worried about. But they love it. I wouldn't want to do that. You got the top hat. The long, the coattail. Those guys, they get a lot of ass, you know? They got to get a lot of ass, right? They smell Tourist like ass. ass. They're like, look, I have a horse. Watch me talk to my horse. I'm going to feed, you want to feed my horse a carrot? Can I feed you a carrot? You want to fuck? I'm an immigrant. Whatever. Uh, in a massage parlor in Flushing, a man posing as a customer raped a masseuse. The unhappiest ending of all. <laughs> <laughs> the attacker showed up at 3.30 p.m. asking for a massage. The 40-year-old worker took the man to a private room. That's where he raped her in private. In private? <laughs> the nerve! Rape in private? He did. He raped her in private. Now, it's, a, it's amazing. I've never heard of this before. It seems like that would be a really good gambit for a rapist. Oh, yeah. A good gimmick. In the afternoon, too, three o'clock. Nobody's thinking they're getting raped at three in the afternoon. They're thinking <laughs> someone's coming in late night, maybe like 12 midnight, yeah, one, yeah. two. A massage. But huh? in the afternoon? Yeah, that guy's like. Everybody's guards down in the afternoon. <laughs> hey, like, you're either you're watch Judge Judy or go rape somebody, you know? Uh, yeah, they're not expecting that. That's not even the time you get off of work. That's like maybe he, they've been like, yeah, he took a break, stress, stressful day. Yeah, so it's like a through period, you know? Like, oh, <laughs> just did his workout. Uh, uh. Did he get his massage before he raped her? You know, that I don't know. I don't know what happened. They don't, I just feel like sometimes they leave a lot of shit out because it's mitigating stuff that's going to change the way you feel about it. Mm. They just go, they took him into a private room and the creep raped her. It's like, well, yeah, did he get a massage? Was he naked? Was she naked? Did they have any sort of an agreement that something was going to happen? Was it a full-blown penetration rape? Or was it more like, uh, he's like, hey, I, I'll hit you or something. I don't know. What the fuck was it, you know? I don't, I, that's what, what if it was, what if this was the rape? What if she said no happy ending and he grabbed her hand uh-huh. and he raped her hand? And forced her hand? Forced her hand. Up and down on his penis? Well, that'd be or a- he penetrated her hand, like, ball that fist up, and he just <laughs> penetrated her hand. Hand rape. And she's screaming. People are revolutionizing crime. It might have been an art. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it, exa- exactly. Yeah, it might have been his, <laughs> it, some sort of a... Performance a, a, art. Exactly. It's an installation. You know, This piece is called <laughs> Handjob Masseuse. <laughs> Unwilling Handjob Masseuse. Well, that's the other thing. It's not like it's uncommon 
to get a happy ending at a massage parlor, especially in Flushing. Like, it's not like this is, you know, what I don't know. Like, this isn't, I don't know. Some massage therapy, uh, sports therapy. Yeah, it's not like acupuncture or nothing like that. This is, yeah, $30 for an hour type of thing. Yeah, so it makes you wonder, right? Like, uh, like he had, did he have a reasonable expectation that some kind of sex was going to happen? And uh, whether or not, uh, look, I don't want anybody, like, take this wrong. Rape is bad. Rape is fucking bad. People getting raped is bad. You understand this. Any sexual assault is bad. I'm just saying, what are the details, you know? It's more interesting that way. An NYPD traffic agent was assaulted in the Bronx after ticketing. Uh, uh, he, he ticketed their car uh, for parking in front of a fire hydrant. These guys just beat him. Happened at Burnside and Davidson Avenues around 4.40 p.m. The suspects could be seen on video power walking up to the cop <laughs> who had just issued the summons. Uh, I, I wish that the attack, I guess, is not on video. But that's, see, if it was, there'd be zero sympathy Nobody would be like, oh, no. Like, yeah, fuck that guy. That was for old mankind. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that was for <laughs> roving tax collectors that, getting their comeuppance. Yeah. That it, happened. You know, it's crazy because, like, stuff like that, that's not uncommon. Like, even in the building that I live in. Uh-huh. You're in the Bronx. Where in the Bronx? I'm in the Bronx. I live in Co-op City right now, and this is supposed to be, like, a nicer part of the Bronx. Oh, okay. This is, like, the projects with, like, a doorman kind of thing. Whoa. Right? But, like. The doorman, like, slash uh, drug dealer or something? Or yeah, just well, he's only there for two hours of the day, and then he leaves. <laughs> I don't even know why they have him. But the, the uh, delivery guys had been getting robbed. So that's one thing. But then the post, uh, the mailman, right? You know how they try to deliver something, and then they leave a note, and they say, hey, you weren't here to accept the package or sure. whatever, so come down to the station. Somebody got that note, and they were like, man, fuck that. I'm not going down to the station. They waited for the mailman to come back the next day, argue with him then beat the shit out of him jesus now that throws the whole building's mail off because the mailman just like quit and now they have to find someone brave enough to take that route where it's like hey they're beating people up on that route yeah so you know i think in that case it's messed up but in this case i think that's more for the i think it helps them because now they're not going to be getting tickets on that block as frequently yeah yeah i think yeah that was, <laughs> they might back <laughs> off a little on that like yeah you know it's it's, it's almost 6 p.m you know the uh, mailman thing is a federal offense. So if you if you like attack a, a, a mailman, that guy's a representative of the U.S. government. You oh, can yeah. really you can go. They can they can fucking a lot of years in federal I prison. I would think, yeah. I mean, even though uh, the thing with the package, it sounds minimal. Yeah, it sounds like that guy was a bit of a hothead. And it's in your building. In my building. And you can in the lobby. <laughs> tell if you're mailing Petey something. In the lobby. Yeah, Christ. Yeah, and funny. it threw like it, I'm just saying like imagine living somewhere where it just that kind of incident throws off your mail for like weeks. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, what the? F- How bad was the guy no. hurt? Not I that it matters. No, I don't. I don't even know. I I just knew just an attack's an attack. Yeah, you get the fuck beat out of him for. You, know, you got to come down and pick up a package. You got to come down and pick up your food, everything. You know something though, man. The mailman can be a very arrogant sort of person sometimes. You know, like people have different jobs, and the uh, you suit that job. You know, how barbers always have this thing where they they. You know, I I I finally have a barber that I like. Over at a modern barber shop over there on Broadway. Great. I mean, these guys, you know, Nick cuts my hair. I say, give me the bickle, and he does this. He laughs. Say, Make me look like a crazy person, you know? And he, and he gives me this high and tight. Uh, you know, I've going there for a while. It's, it's always a bad idea to tell a barber what you do for a living, you know, if you're a comedian, because I, oh, really? 
I had a guy named uh, Lombardi. He used to cut my hair down in Georgia, and he was a talker. He'd like stop and talk, you know, lean on your chair, and you know what I think about that, you know. And he'd like really pontificate and shit. Yeah, and I was like, I, man, you gotta stop. But he'd say, uh, "Here's I got an idea for you. I've been thinking about this. You're a comedian, right? Okay, so here's what you, you should get." One of those bikes that you can fold up and put in your pocket and ride that up onto the stage. I'm like, I mean, you're a fucking psychopath. That doesn't exist. It's watching cartoons. This is what you should do. Like vaudeville stuff. A bicycle you can fold up and put in your pocket. Thank you. It's like Uh, George Jetson meets (laughs) Charlie Chaplin. That's how I felt when I go to. I finally had to quit going, man. He got angry. He's like, "Why is it the people they would?" He had he had like five, like ten people came in for haircuts at the same time. He was so stressed out that it it was just, it was so unpleasant to be in there. I couldn't stand it. This is the this is the uh, not the New York City crime report. Is this is the uh, uh, the Georgia barber report, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lombardi? Uh, hey, three rowdy Canadian women under arrest after assaulting another lady. A, uh, after cracking a bottle of champagne over the head of another lady at a wild party at a Times Square Hotel. This is what happens when Canadians stop acting Canadian and start getting real. It took 35 stitches to close the gash in the 36-year-old victim's face. That's a lot of stitches. Not that bad. That's a lot, dude. How many stitches have you had in your face? None. <laughs> I've had 50 in my hand. What the fuck happened to your hand? Football. Streets, fish tank, fish tank, sidewalk. Well, I don't. You're reception. just saying it's like words. Oh, I went. I went to for a reception. I was playing football in the street when I was a kid, and I didn't. You know, I'm focused on the ball. I trip trip on the sidewalk, and there's a fish tank on the sidewalk, and I trip into the fish. Like my hand, both of my hands just crushed through the fish tank. Well, wait, wait. You, Am I bleeding? A nice place. You have a like a fish, like a nice fish tank set up there, like a Chinese nice. restaurant or something, or what? No, it's like an old beat up fish tank. Old big beat up. So big. You, it was like a big fish tank too. Like it wasn't like it was like a, somebody had piranhas in their basement or something, and they were like, "Get rid of the piranhas already!" And then they're like, "All right." And they put the fish tank on the sidewalk, and like my <laughs> hand to get rid of the piranhas. My hand went through it. 50, 50 stitches. Jesus! And you made the reception. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Drop the ball. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's bound to, yeah, it happens every once in a while. But that's crazy. Then, you know, somebody needs to tell Donald Trump it's not just the Mexicans here. <laughs> you know? After smashing that bottle overhead, the culprit sped away in a Chrysler 300 with Ontario plates. That's a nice car. So they it? drove here. The Chrysler 300. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind owning one of those. That's a fine car. The injured woman uh, chased them. She chased after him, followed him in her own car, tailed them to the foot of the Lincoln Tunnel, where she alerted a Port Authority cop. Who was there on a foot post? Three women were arrested, charged with gang assault and criminal possession of a weapon. So take that, you Canadian whores. Criminal possession of a weapon. So did they like hit her over the head with the champagne and they take the champagne with them? Like did they still possess the bottle of champagne? No, I think all they had to do was ha- have it in their hand long enough to attack somebody with it. That's just like an extra charge they throw at ah, everything. Okay. It's like tax. Okay. It's like plus tax. It's the plus tax of crime. The criminal possession of a weapon. It could be anything. It could be a fucking feather pillow. In Brooklyn Supreme Court, a man was sentenced to 10 years prison for posing as a cop. 10 years in prison for posing as a cop in order to get a free blowjob uh, from a $40 East New York hugger. So 10 years, trying to save 40 bucks. 
35-year-old Warren Taylor was a family man during the day. <laughs> but at night, he liked to troll for hookers near Stanley and Pennsylvania Avenues. Lure tricks, and then acting like a cop, demanding sex acts, acts with you know, they would perform to try to get out of it for free. Like, oh, we'll just call this even. You just suck it. Swallow it. Do what I say. Lick it. Balls. Taint. All that shit, you know. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't pleasant. You probably didn't make it easy on him. Hell, he's a cop. You know, they're trying to stay out of jail. Willing to suck it. Well, you know, uh, prostitutes are unlawfully charging money for sex. What they're doing is illegal. They're selling pussy. Uh, women are already controlling pussy. Uh, one of our most important natural resources. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It goes uh, water, air, coal, pussy. I think. In the United States, there's just over 157 million, 157 million units of pussy. And, and nearly every one controlled by a woman. 157 million <laughs> units. That might sound like a lot of pussy, but that's barely one unit per man, with each man in his lifetime burning through dozens, potentially. As, there's an economic term for that. It's called scarcity. <laughs> Have you ever asked yourself... Now, I don't know if you've ever had one of these periods, PD, uh, PD, PD, uh, uh Debrader, de Debrum, and, uh, what's your name again? <laughs> Debru. Debru. <laughs> Have you ever asked yourself, why is it sometimes so hard to get laid? Like a dry period. You blame it on yourself, right? Have yeah. you ever had one of those times? Yeah, there's no excuses. I think when I was like 14, 15, 16, but then once <laughs> I got into it, like, you know, you learn the game. You yeah. learn the game. It's just a game. That's all it is. It's a game. But I think sometimes the fix is in. And no matter what you do, you try, you try, you can't get no. And what's the deal with those sexless times? First of all, I want you to like, open your eyes, look around. All right. Where is that sweet pussy you've been dreaming of? Well, it's everywhere, right? It's a... It's like water or air. It can be found literally anywhere. And yet, who controls the supply of pussy? Who is sitting on, literally sitting on, all the pussy? They're like OPEC. They may cut off the supply. Let's call it what it is. Collusion. That's illegal. <laughs> and it's all happening in order to drive up the price of pussy. So, I want to say this. The guy is a family man. He's not paying for pussy, which is being sold illegally uh, legally anyway. You know, he needs to buy diapers and shit. The man needs uh, to put food on the table for his children. I think that's a little more important than whether or not, you know, sugar gets paid for a blowjob. And he needs more importantly than all, new pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We all do. It's, uh, it's noted that Taylor worked at Con Edison and used his work-related, uh, his work-issued radio as a prop to make him seem more like a cut. <laughs> which makes sense, he you know. He figured it yeah, out. You can't just talk into your hand, you know. He figured it out. <laughs> they, they say, well, oh, you don't have anything in your hand. It's <laughs> good, man. <laughs> hey, you know what I think about that? I think with... with if 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 these these are streetwalkers he's picking up, right? Yeah, that's so 1984. Yeah, like if you if you're selling your vag, you telling me you don't got Wi-Fi, you should be selling your vag online. Yeah, 
not you to say a lot more people. Not to say you still won't get raped, but you, you you got a better chance at filtering out. You walk in the streets. What are you thinking? Yeah. So it's a jungle. It's a concrete jungle out there. It, what was this in Brooklyn? Of course. Yeah, East New York. East New York. The <laughs> only on. ungentrified community. Come com- on. Completely ungentrified. I mean, that's it. That's crazy. Yeah, it says during one of the incidents, he became violent and struck one of the women in their face. Well, they get hit in their face a lot. Yeah. They're used to it. They're upset if they don't get hit in the face. They're like... (laughs) (laughs) They're like, hey, you missed... You you forgot something. It's It's not a a kiss. It's a slap. They won't let you kiss them. They'll let you slap them. Fucking punch them in the face. I remember... Uh, The way... I'm sorry. Go ahead. This one guy used to say this was a rapper. He goes, when I meet a chick... He's talking to someone else, so they're having a conversation. He goes, when I meet a chick, I slap her. He goes, why would you do that? He goes, so down the line, she never has to say, hey, why don't you treat me like you used to when we met? (laughs) Well, those are good role models, those rappers, aren't they? (laughs) You know something? uh, You know know a guy ever who who, who did this to try to get free sex by, by pretending to be a policeman? Yeah. I had a friend. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, he used to do that. He, but he was like, a, did he get caught? Uh, no. Okay, so he, he had he had issues with like pimps, but it never he never got caught by the law. Whoa! He got like like, but he would do like I said, he would go online uh-huh. and get these women to come to his place, and then once they show up, whole badge thing, and then you know kick them out. But it's like I guess for them they're like, wait, that didn't make sense. And it was a young kid at that, a younger dude. Yeah. So the pimp, I guess, came back and, like, I don't know, tried to fight him. But, you know, yeah. he got away, though. But, but he, he would do that. He would do that all the time. You don't want, I mean, like, he had to be crazy to bring her back to your place. You know you what know, I mean? Hotel. hotel. Oh, hotel? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. How'd they find him? I guess they, they, he, they would they come, right away. come right away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't find him. He just had, like, he no, would tell me. No, the pimp wouldn't find him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He would tell me instances, like, oh, the pimp came back to the room. Or he would either not let him in, or he would have to call a friend to come and, like, kind of, you know, get physical. I'm a police officer. (laughs) (laughs) It's harder to be uh, tough to a pimp. I tell you what, I couldn't stand up to a hooker. Those ladies are tough. You know what I mean? If you're fucking standing around a... You got nothing to lose. You're you're eating cum in East New York. You're tougher than I am. Oh, yeah. You got nothing to lose. Man, you got a fucking, you got a stomach full of fucking stranger jizz. Stranger danger jizz. East New York? Can't get enough of it. For $40, um, um, we'll swallow some stranger's ejaculate. And think about that. Who's going to East New York to pick up some dusty vag? Oh, I'm... You're a crazy motherfucker. You're crazy. You're yeah, crazy. You're, you're somebody who's not afraid to be in East New York to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> This guy, when you see pictures of uh, Taylor here, boy, I tell you what, this guy is not afraid. You know what I mean? He's a tough dude. I think it's like the guy's pretty tough. Did he live in East New York? No, he, I, he didn't. I don't believe he lived in the... He had, he had a house in, like, uh, Pennsylvania or some no. shit. <laughs> but I don't think that's possible that he could have, like, been commuting, <laughs> right? All the way to... Come to Maybe he's from know. East New York. He got a good job at Con Ed, got some benefits, moved out to Pennsylvania, mm. but he still comes back to the hood because that's where the love is. Well, the, Yeah, that's where the love... That's where the love is. <laughs> where he can take the love. It's easy to take the love, you know? And in his mind, he probably thought, us oh, the hood. Nobody cares. I'm not going to do this in Pennsylvania. It might be a little out of the norm. It's funny the way, like, if you, if you get free shit from a hooker, that really matters. 
that's really a big deal. It wasn't just the once. Like, he did it a bunch of times, I guess. It's got to be addictive. It must be an extra layer, yeah, of, of danger there and stuff, excitement. And you're like, hey, you know, like you try to pick him up. And you're like, I'm a cop. I guess you also get to pretend to be a cop for a while. Cops and robbers. Enjoy that. Yeah, you're playing Cops a game. Cops and prostitutes. It's an art installation, whole new, really. Whole new art. <laughs> it's like a movie. Whole new performance. Yeah, it's a... Uh, and, 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 and the thing is, is that uh, he didn't, the only reason he got caught was because he tried to become her pimp. He tried to become one of these ladies' pimp. And so, like, he, she got his phone number, and they were able to trace him to the number. So, like, <laughs> I think he just got, he tried to go from cop to pimp. Uh, that must have been when they go, well, hold on a second now. <laughs> Are you a cop? And you want to be my pimp? I think you work for the electric company. Uh, I need some backup. Uh, <laughs> send somebody. Get some wires down. <laughs> hmm. Wow, that guy, man. What a, what a dude. Uh, what were the transmissions he was getting over his walkie-talkie? That was like, like you just said, like wired down. <laughs> like, oh, what, what? Maybe that gave him away too. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a chick heard like, what? The, what do they mean, wired down? So, no, I, I put it on another channel. <laughs> Wrong channel. I put it on a different channel. That's why I would imagine the guy talks. Uh, it was like the judge gave him a real hard time. He's like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. you <laughs> what are you talking about? You had kids, wife, you built a house, you did some time. You, you know, he did some time when he was younger, and then he, like, he had come back and new life and all that shit, and then he fucking flushed it all down the toilet to get free blowjobs, impersonating a cop. Well, you know what I'm saying? They're driving up the price of pussy mm. with that fake scarcity. Next time you're having trouble, some girl doesn't want to have sex with you, say, you know what? I'll tell you what. I don't even want to have sex with you. Fuck you and your fake scarcity. And then they'll get the message. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, shit. They go, you know, maybe I need to be, you know, loosen it up a little bit. So and then they'll start to flow. It's almost like when, like when you try to get a discount in Chinatown. Yeah, you, you start to it, walk away. Like, no, no, no. Here. Yeah. You forgot something. <laughs> I think what I bargained with more people yeah. over, like, the price of newspapers. Not even newspapers. Yeah, but, the, 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 like, a candy bar. A Coke. Oh, yeah. They try to get a oh, dollar yeah. and a quarter all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't want to give you a dollar and a quarter. I always say the same thing. Even like, if put it back. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want it. And they're like, take it. Even if it's my first time somewhere, I go, I come here all the time. <laughs> and then they go, all right, all right, all right. it's New York. People who look just like you are everywhere. <laughs> I come here all the time. They're like, all right, all right, you're right. When you're around, I got to take your word for it. Yeah, I put the Yankee hat on. They're like, yeah, yeah, you good, you good. <laughs> yes. If you want to know what PD looks like, just imagine the suspect. Yeah. That's <laughs> a pix- more pixelated face, though. Exactly. Yeah, you're, yeah you're, you're coming in in full. In full view. What, this, you got some this tattoos is a suspect. Here. This is a suspect right here. Right, yeah, yeah, with the flat brim. Here yeah. we go. This is a suspect. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm getting spooked. Uh, I like the tattoos, though. Yeah, do you talk about them? What is that? That's, that, that, what is that? What's the lady on the back dead of your people. arm there? Oh, dead people. Grandmother, grandfather. Oh, okay. So it's like a, a family thing. action. I like it. I people like go, it. when's your next tattoo? I'm like, when someone dies again. It's the next one. <laughs> the New York Post put a full-page photograph of a bum urinating on the street. And they put it right on the front of the paper. It was to illustrate a point about so-called quality of life crimes and uh, the question of how they should be enforced. The broken windows theory would indicate they should be arrested because a city where bums piss free is a city bound for chaos and destruction. A city council speaker, Melissa Mark Viverito, believes such crimes should be enforced by a policeman writing a summons. And then that's the end of it. <laughs> I mean, you know, the guy's not going to go to court. And then there's no arrest. 
so uh, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, that's like saying you. That's like why don't you give the ghost a ticket? Uh-huh. <laughs> he'll show up and he'll show up the court. I was talking to someone earlier today. I go, you know what? Like if I was running for any office uh-huh. in the world in New York, especially the Bronx, Bronx mm-hmm. City Council, I would bring back loose pit bulls. Whoa, what? How, how? That used to be a thing when I was growing up in the Bronx. It would be like loose pit bulls. After like people would have pit bull fights, they would oh. like cut them loose, the losers. Jeez. And so you would have to walk through the streets and you never knew where pit bull would jump out of. Are you fucking kidding me? I swear. South Bronx. Like feral pit bulls? Just pit bulls just roam in the streets. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just like the home. That's like the homeless guys. Some of them got apartments. They settled down, yeah. got jobs. It's just, it, it was a thing where you like, you just dodge the pit bulls so it's like homeless guys it's not as threatening as a loose pit bull yeah totally not okay i guess things have gotten better yeah giuliani got rid of that i guess hey wait i read these loose pit bulls man if you get these people you get these bull pit bulls like if you're a loose pit bull you breed with a loose pit bull then that one is born in the wild oh yeah and now we got a whole fucking you know infestation on our hands jesus fucking christ you <laughs> There's like, well, I got friends now that are dog walkers. I'm like, that didn't even exist when I was, the dogs uh, walked themselves in my community. Is that a, now, was dog fighting really that prevalent? Did there oh, be yeah. a lot of loose dogs? Yeah, that was big. And they would just cut the losers loose? That was big, yeah. Cause, and I then you the think loser, about this. I thought they fought to the death, though. Well, a lot of times they might be like dead, but, you know, usually I, I know like. <laughs> Like what Michael Vick was doing, he would kill the dog. Yeah. Like the loser, you know, the dog's not really dead. It's really banged up and probably can't move. It's just disgraced. Yeah. It's but I like, have to go to the vet. In the Bronx, I don't like think I can they either would... fucking spend $1,200 on this dog yeah. or a bullet. I guess I can see that. Or you just it's cut a, him loose. It's a financial decision. They just cut him loose. Cut they him go, loose. Look, man, this guy's on his own. Cut him loose. Go out there and mug people. He'll figure it out. Well, dogs are scary. Uh, I, I tell you what, I, I don't like those pit bulls, man. They eat a face, they eat a baby. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they're good dogs. Yeah, yeah, they're great dogs. They got the kind of biting power that uh, well, that no animal that's domesticated should have. Well, this is the thing. I think pit bulls are just like dudes from the hood. Some I'm good, against them too. Some some good ones, some bad ones. <laughs> See, like me, I'm like I always tell people I'm from the hood. I'm like a domesticated hood nigga. It's different. Uh, you feel me? Like I could come over. I won't steal your silverware. Oh man, you can I'll have take my, my shoes off. <laughs> I got you know what it is. I got scruples. That's what happened oh, when I was growing up. I didn't have scruples. The average undomesticated dude in the hood don't got no scruples. You're like a sellout. No, I just figured I'm just trying to get a way out. That's all it is. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I got nothing to sell. Oh, I'd sell out. I'd have sold out a long time ago. I got nothing to sell. Yeah, I know the feeling. I know that feeling. I'm trying to sell my soul right now. I don't know who's buying it. Is there anybody who will accept some books that I have? (laughs) Most of them I haven't read. Books are so hard to get rid of. You know, like uh, books, CDs, shit like that. It's all a thing of the past. It's all digital now. I tell you, you don't need anything. Well, one more story. How about this? A drunk dad left his three-year-old daughter alone at a Subway restaurant in Harlem. He didn't realize it until he woke up the next morning. (laughs) Uh, What a hangover right there. like. What the, f- where is my kid? Where am I? And where is my three-year-old? <laughs> 34-year-old Stanley Frederick. Mm. He's a nurse's assistant from Long Island, Elmont. Uh, abandoned his daughter, Natalie, at the subway location on St. Nicholas Avenue around 11.30 p.m. Saturday night. And it's even worse, you know, considering that subway is a known pedophile hangout. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. 
I gotta tell you something. That Jared business is like I'm not convinced that I think that they would have found something by now. That was alleged. Yeah, it was alleged. They 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 raided his house and they're like, if the FBI has had your shit for like ten days and, and you don't hear anything, yeah, damn. Yeah. <laughs> what what you know? what what's the difference between um being accused? Uh huh. Is, is there a difference between being accused and being judged and sentenced? Oh yeah, of course. Huge yeah. difference, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, you came to the right place. You're asking questions so basic, I know the answer. Oh. <laughs> if you get accused, that's like you, you know. Pointing a finger at you. Yeah, and then if you get charged, then you get arrested. You get arrested and charged, right? Okay. And then you would be, uh, like, arraigned or indicted. Uh, I don't know what the order is on that or the difference. And then uh, you'd go to trial, I guess, or they try to, like, offer you a deal. And then if you get convicted, then, uh, you know, you serve a sentence of some sort. Or you're exonerated or whatever. You're not guilty, and then you can go. And you just pay your lawyer uh, 50 grand or something. But in this case, he wasn't even accused. He was just being investigated. And, uh, you know. Then everybody. And then society. Based on. Them. It was. Ba- yeah, exactly. Based on some woman uh, in Florida who said, like, oh, he said that middle school girls were hot. That's what it was. He said some inappropriate thing about middle school girls. And then, like, the, one of his associates, you know, the guy who was running his thing, uh, the fucking fat kid. Fat camp or whatever the fuck it was, like a foundation for uh, to fight obesity. You know, let's get these kids some subways, and you know, <laughs> let them eat that three times a day, just like I did. And then you become a pitch man, and you know. But they, uh, they, they, his the guy who was running that was a pedophile, I guess. He was a child pornographer. He had a bunch of fucking child porn, and then he had two files amongst that that related to his work with the foundation. <laughs> so that combined with some woman, you know, who wore a the FBI put a wire on her. Say, can you get more information about these hot middle school girls he's talking about? Next thing you know, they're raiding his house. They got nothing. And uh, that's the end of Jared. Just like that. Taken out of currency. That's messed up. Yeah. I mean, it could be. You know I mean? Like he, and the thing is, people are very willing to believe you're a pedophile. Once, once people hear that, it's like, oh, yeah, of course he's a pedophile. People need a bad guy. You could be accused of anything, I think. Like, that's why I asked about the accusations. Because, like, I feel like I, I see it. You see it even more now. Than before, where it's like you couldn't really have a schmear campaign about somebody that was accused in Wyoming back in the day, but now with social media, internet, you could accuse somebody for doing something that nobody knows about, mm-hmm. and then everybody judges that, accuses that person. Everybody judges that person. Exactly. Oh, he's a serial pedophile. Yeah, that's true. You, you loved you, him. You loved this five dollar foot long yesterday. <laughs> now you heard a rumor and you're throwing the guy under the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's been judged, like he's already sentenced, like he's in prison. That's how people judge. Yeah. Oh, he's no. Well, you talk to people, they go, well, if the FBI is raiding his house, they would. I talked to one guy about it. He goes, uh, he, he said, well, if the FBI goes in to raid their house, they generally don't do that unless they know what they're, what they're going to find. And I'm like, but they, they're, they, they didn't find anything apparently yet. You know, I mean, I've heard anything. And then, <laughs> but that's the assumption is that, well, the FBI knows what they're doing. They wouldn't be in there looking if there wasn't something there. Well, maybe, maybe they would. I bet they would. You know, I mean, it's like they, they can't just, like, leave stones unturned just because there's Jared, <laughs> you know? And we, we don't want to fuck with Jared. But then again, you know, I mean, like, fucking, it's over for him, you know? I mean, like, guy's got a lot to lose. Even if he, but imagine that. Like, even if it's, like, nothing, not, it's like there's no everywhere. Hey, yeah, you Jared, the subway rapist guy, right? Yeah. Subway pedophile. What if he just had, like, an acceptable normal amount of child porn? You know, I saw an like, article. <laughs> hey, I saw someone on Facebook yesterday. They posted this thing. It was uh, I forget where it was, but somebody you know when someone does like a like a something that goes viral. So uh-huh. someone took a picture of this guy taking pictures at a kid pool at a kiddie pool, 
Like there was a little, like there was a pool uh-huh. and then there was like a little cutout, like there was a square in the wall. Uh-huh. So the guy was standing there at an angle taking pictures yeah. inside of the pool area. Right. So somebody walking by took a picture of this guy and they were like, hey, what are you doing? And they just accused him of being a creep. Take a picture of my fucking kid. I don't think, you know? I, don't, I don't know. Well, well, then he like, they took a picture of his car, his license plate, and then they posted it. And this guy's like viral. That's not good to do. Uh, and, and they're just like, <laughs> oh, if anybody reason. knows this guy, he's being a creep and he's this and this and that. Nobody knows what, like. I mean, is it possible that the guy had a kid there? Is that possible? Is that, is that not even probable? Well, they might the guy's have. like out in the open, right? He's not, is he hiding behind some shit? I mean, is No, he, he's in the open. He's openly like taking a photo. And then, like, somebody sees that and goes, oh, I'll take a picture. And they set it up and, like, well, you don't know. And they wow, pick, that's crazy. They, they pick-stitched it. They what? You know a pick-stitch when they put, like, three pictures in one? Like, you, they got an app for that. Oh, right. So it's like they okay, took a yeah. picture of him taking the picture. They took a picture of them talking to him and him putting the camera down. Then they took a picture of the license plate. Of his license plate. Probably a fucking pedophile, though. Yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like 1984. Everybody's watching each other and shit. Now, uh, you on Instagram? Yeah. What's your thing? Uh, P as in Paul, D as in D's, D E E Z, D's, uh, jokes. P D's jokes. So P D E Z E Z P D E Z jokes. P D E E Z jokes. Oh yeah, okay. That's a. Uh... Yeah, you know, sometimes when you when you come up with one of these things, then you find, oh, I'm spelling this every time. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> you can find me at Pat Dixon, uh, NYC, P, P's and Paul, <laughs> Pat Dixon, NYC, and uh, hey, uh, and and the thing about Instagram is for me, you got some New York shit. It's a good way to uh, see what it's like here. A lot of videos, fun. I uh, enjoy talking to you, Petey. You have to come back Same again here. sometime. Thanks for having me. And, uh, you know, like we, we had it. So it seems like a, it was like a little Bronx heavy this week. So that worked out. Yeah. Some other Bronx shit. Well, a lot of Bronx stuff. That I, yeah. That was perfect. <laughs> we see you at uh, Greenwich Village Comedy Club oh, yeah. all the time. You're hosting there tonight. You're, and and, and uh, you're, you're there very often. So uh, if, you, uh, if you live here in the city or if you're coming to visit, then you want to see Petey at uh, Greenwich Village Comedy Club. It's down there on McDougal. I like that club. Yeah. It's got a, uh, it's a small, oh, I'll tell you what, since they redecorated, oh my God, it's almost too nice. Yeah. It used to have the New York Crime Report feel to it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. All right. Thanks, Petey. Birds of New York City making too much noise. It's a real racket. It's the loudest noise there is in the entire city. Joining me now, Nate Fridson. Hello. You know, Nate, we always cover uh, stories about crime and, and current events in New York City, and then we wonder how does this affect the Jews? Sure. So, uh, so here are the segment. It's BFJ. Bad for Jews. Bad for Jews. Jews are happy to let you know if something is bad for them. And this is, of course, this uh, term was coined by my mother. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> who else? Yeah, no. So how did she come? How did she, what do you know? How did that come about? Uh, you know, she just, uh, she sat around uh, looking at the newspaper every morning growing up and uh, determined, you know, like all Jews, it's a thing all Jews do is like, if you see a news story, you look for any steens or bombs, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just like, ah. Yeah. Uh, that's bad for Jews. Oh. Just like, you know, I just, you, you every, anytime there's like, uh, you know, 
um there's like insider trading mm-hmm. and then there's like a there's a berg involved you're just like, god damn it oh. god, can you please get, why it's never a christian sin <laughs> why is it never a christian sin a christian sure. sin and Al Hamas, anybody like it's never anybody. It's always you know. You're a big fan of rap, right? Yeah, big fan, big uh, fan. You know, I wanted to get your opinion on this. Like a, the the G Unit guy, Kid Kid. Yes, you know, he uh, I mean, he strangled his girlfriend. First of all, uh, calling this guy the G Unit guy is a little to me. It's like I I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of rap music for a number of years, mm-hmm. and I've never heard of this guy. I don't no. I don't know if he's the Pete Best of G Unit <laughs> or something. Also, how many rap crews have two guys named Curtis? That's pretty. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> not a lot of not a lot of clicks. Who's the other Curtis? Curtis Jackson, Fifty Cent. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So the maybe leader. well, and Curtis has taken Curtis under his wing. Right, sure. Um, so maybe uh, let me they... show you the ways of the Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a lot of money, like a hundred thousand dollars or something, man. So I guess uh, you know, uh, he I guess he had it, but Fifty Cent. Wait, Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent. He, did he? Didn't he also declare bankruptcy? He did. I. I actually. I personally believe that's the whole reason that Kid Kid is in G Unit now is mm. that uh, Fifty Cent is supporting him and needs to write him off. <laughs> I. I can't think of another reason. Why? I mean, this is the guy that Tony Ayo makes go get like you know carry out for him. Five million dollars. Uh, he's been ordered to pay so far. Right. To this woman for that pimp and curly video. That video, right. this, this porn he made of Rick Ross's mm-hmm. uh, baby mama. Yeah. I'm saying it now. I don't care. You know, my journalistic integrity <laughs> be damned. Uh, that's exactly what's going on. He's yeah. paying her all that money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I like the song, but I, uh, I really love the video. Yeah. But the video is great. <laughs> I, uh, it's, I think maybe the best thing that G Units put out in years you know, know it's gonna put them back on the map i think I, I this was this video was like the least the the few, i bet the fewest people have jerked off to this porn than any other porn i think yeah i think so. <laughs> <laughs> and it's equally uh unfunny as it is un unsexy for how for how many people know about it they think it's probably the lowest no, the lowest rate or the highest ratio of people who know about it to people who have come to this thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, like you can watch it and sure. you don't know what to do. It's more like a mad TV sketch, really. I mean, it's like it's a cheap wig. It's clearly a man. And it goes There's on an Asian, on. old Asian woman for no reason. Yeah, it's a, it, and it lasts for a while. It's it's one of those eleven minute clips. I don't, I, don't, I never queue up an eleven no minute cuts clip. Also, <laughs> eleven minute clips, sure, but if there's got to be fade outs, you know, I want a couple different, you know, a yeah. couple different locales. Take me on a ride. Couch, kitchen, yeah. car. Yeah, preferably, yeah. You know, <laughs> the bang bus, whatever. You don't even get any of that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I watched this thing from beginning to end, and like, if you did start to get horny uh, to it, they're like. <laughs> Rick, look at that! Oh, whoa, what's what's she doing? You know, some people, some people like a like a porn with like you know a high degree of difficulty. Uh-huh. That's you know, that's not you know anyone can jerk off to something hot. If look you at know. that, Rick! So you know, you got to be you got to be real hard up to jerk off to Fifty Cent in a wig. Oh, I mean, what's she going to do now? What's she about to? He starts. To, yeah, you're right. You have to this be... like a porn set on like the Muppets, like <laughs> Pimp and Curly. <laughs> That's a, I tell you, that guy, Pimp and Curly's funny. I wish I had him in all my porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a, he may have to pay her. I guess he's, he's trying to get out of paying her. Wow, boy, I, I, for some reason, I want him to get out of paying her. Why? I don't, I don't understand why. You're rooting for him? I guess. It's because he's, he's a Republican? What is it? I'm not a Republican. I don't <laughs> care about that. I think it's the, 
I mean, I'm not anything. I'm not, you know, I mean, like, I, I think the moment you declare one way or right. the other, you know what I mean? No, like, I mean I, that he's a Republican. I mean. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. But why would I, why would I like him for being a Because it's, yeah, it's th- weird to have a rapper who's a Republican. Oh, yeah. I guess that, there's something likable about that. Yeah, he, yeah. You got a point. Yeah. You know, he's, he's going, he's swimming upstream. I think they're all like voting, uh, you know, whatever way their money votes. Yeah. Which I got to be honest. I don't think most rappers are voting. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Waka Flocka Flame is running for president this year. Um, on the I will legalize weed platform, and that's it. Well, no, 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 definitely he's gonna vote. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Are you gonna vote for him? I'll write him in. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, as your as the Jew correspondent, I'm all Bernie this year. I'm voting. I'm voting for Bernie like black people voted for Obama. I don't care what he stands for. Uh, he's a Jew. I'm voting for Jew. I'm voting for the Jew. You got yeah. He's yeah. a Jew. He's from Brooklyn. I'm a Jew. I live in Brooklyn. I'm voting for Bernie. I mean, yeah. So, so you, you vote for that dude. So you, so you're not gonna write him in. I mean, it, it, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Flocka, Waka Flocka Flame. Waka Flocka Flame. Yeah, and that's a real guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, yeah. And so he's a politician. Well, I mean, you know, he's uh, he's an artist first, but I mean, aren't we all, you know, yeah, this day and age? Well, which unit is he in? He's a Brick Squad. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Waka <laughs> flock of flame. Yes. Now, uh, yeah. When, when's the last presidential election you voted in, by the way? 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, the, okay. And you voted for Obama. Yes. Because you're like, well, that's, I must be on the right side of history. Well, I was in Michigan also. It, like, it Matt, you know, I was in Michigan when that election happened. So it was like, it's a swing state at that point. You know? Oh, yeah. They I haven't you. voted for anything since I moved to New York because you know my how vote it's going to go. Count. Yeah. Doesn't matter either way. Yeah, either way. You're you know, either yeah, it's either. You're, I'm a disenfranchised voter. You hear that? You hear that? Politicians, <laughs> speak to me. Yeah, you know, I did my jury duty. I'm not voting anymore. <laughs> you got me once. I'm registered in New York now, though, so I will. You know, I will probably vote in this. You know, again, in this next one, it's all about being on the right side of history, as you said. Oh yeah, everybody's worried about being on the right side of history. I say fuck history. Fuck I, history. I, I care about what I'm on. The, you know what I mean? When's like, the last time history affected my life? You know, <laughs> especially history that's happening now. Uh, when they look back on this, I, I hope I'm on the wrong side of it. I would think right. people actually thought that. Yeah. Yeah, people, I did. Like, Interview me. It's fascinating, you know. You I'm see, nuts. like, like, yeah, Walt Disney was a communist or something, you know, or like, uh, what's the name? Uh, like, like, you know, you know, the, what's her name? That deaf, dumb, and blind Helen Keller. She Helen was, Keller. She's a big socialist. Big yeah. wobbly. Yeah. Big wobbly socialist. She's a, <laughs> wobbly and uh and socialist so she was on the wrong side of history i suppose mm-hmm. well uh you know the, the it's a ball about having you know people having money sure. power some uh, power to the people and mm-hmm. whatnot like this brooklyn rapper he spent four months recording an entire album using a display uh computer at the apple store in soho and now it's stuck on everyone's iphone and no yeah. one can get it off and it's uh it's just really nobody wants it um, I think that guy is the official rapper of Anonymous. Is he? Is, yeah. <laughs> Prince Harvey, 25. Prince. <laughs> That's his name, Prince yeah, Harvey. Right. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The, you know, every track starts with, yeah, turn the beat up in the earbuds. Uh-huh. Turn that beat up in the earbuds. <laughs> turn that music up. Uh, I like, this is, my favorite part of this article was uh, they, they described it as, uh, they described his recording in the Apple Store as a coup. Which I think is pro- it's a pretty lofty term for a guy with no money hangs out in an Apple store. I think, <laughs> right, yeah, you know, like I, I was it a coup when I went to a coffee shop today and just sat in their air conditioning for a while. I didn't and use their Wi-Fi for free. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I would call it a coup. <laughs> it's more like a. I don't I, know if there if someone was overthrown. I momentarily freeloaded <laughs> and got away with it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> 
No one even joined. Right, exactly. Exactly. It says uh, Fat Ass is the name of it. Sure. And it's, uh, yeah, Prince Harvey at the Apple Store, Soho. Uh, get it. Uh, fat Ass. Fat Ass. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> he says poor is a mentality. He says, I mean, I can be broke, no money in my pocket, but I've never been poor. I've been rich my whole life. Or at least as long as there's been an Apple Store yeah. in Soho. That's... <laughs> He's saying, hey, so I want like to 15 tour. years. What? You, I've been rich for 15 years. I've been rich for 15 years. <laughs> Prior to that, pretty broke. <laughs> he says, uh, shit, I'll go to Antarctica for the penguins if they're feeling it. Well, they're not. They're not. <laughs> there's no uh, Apple store in Antarctica. There's no Apple store. There's pretty soon not going to be any penguins there. I mean, if, they, if, the, if this uh, climate change thing is real. Yeah. You know? And let's hope it is. Right. <laughs> Fucking penguins. Uh, I'm not against penguins for real. <laughs> Well, let's, let's, let's decide if some of these things are good or bad for Jews. New York City sure. officials in the um, Anti-Defamation League are expressing concern over a sharp rise in anti-Semitic incidents in the Big Apple. Mm-hmm. Well, that's got to be good for Jews, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you would think this would be bad for Jews. Uh, it's, a, it's a complex situation. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, um, a lot of this, you know, there's been a, a, a number of uh, of swastikas and dyed Jews, things yep. spray painted in Brooklyn. This is fifty three incidents, anti Semitic graffiti. Yeah, all over Brooklyn, which is interesting because it's like hard to know uh, what's art. You know, it's uh-huh. I, I, you know, you're not supposed to paint over any of this shit. You know, in Brooklyn, everything if it's on the side of a wall, it's someone's statement. So it's I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if I should be admiring this or running away from it. It, it could really... be some sort of statement against hate crime. Sure, maybe yeah. maybe the swastikas like drawn poorly. Yeah. I mean, they usually are. You never see, like, a really well done. When's the last time you saw a swastika and we're like, man, that guy took his time with that? You're never, you ever. Know? You're right. It always looks like the guy on that last one is, like, running yeah. while it's he's It's almost doing like it. he doesn't want to get caught drawing a swastika <laughs> on the side of someone's house. It's weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if it's happening in Brooklyn, you know, I mean, obviously, mustaches weren't the only thing that hipsters were going to appropriate from Hitler. So, you know, it's... But the problem is, is that you want to raise awareness for this, but, like, Jew Lives Matter is not a really catchy hashtag. Yeah. And it also, it's like, <laughs> Jew Lives Matter doesn't, it doesn't really fit the group. You'd have to say, like, you know, Jew Lives have value. Mm-hmm. Jew Lives uh, are an appreciating investment. Uh, uh, Jew, Jew people have money. Jew, Jew, you, know, <laughs> get, you know, get in on the ground floor of Jews. Invest now. Invest now. Invest now in Jew. But I will say, uh, surprisingly, I'm going to say not BFJ. Because, no. uh, you know, listen, you know me. I, if I don't have something to complain about, I mean, you don't even have me on this show. So oh, right. I'm going to say, you know, you have to have, it's nice to, be, it's nice to be remembered. You know, it's nice to be remembered and that, you know, to know that people still hate us. Good. It's part of our identity. Yes. A little, and, and specifically directed at you in specifically a way. directed at me. That's only you. Right. And, you know, these, how hard is it? To look away from a swastika. No, not at all. It's pretty, it's, well, I mean, you you shouldn't. You should be very concerned about it. But I have to go on with my life knowing that people hate me. No problem looking away from it. I salute it and I walk away. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, I vote GFJ on uh, anti-Semitism in New York. You know, bring back the old New York. That's what I say. Fantastic. Uh, Chicken are being killed down in Brooklyn. Uh, there's a group of Brooklyn residents are suing. Uh, they're they're suing rabbis, uh, Hasidic congregations, the city of New York, trying to stop chicken caporus. 
uh, it's atonement, an atonement ritual. We've discussed this on a couple mm-hmm. of episodes, uh, you know. But apparently, like, what they do is uh, the, the sin is passed uh, from uh, from the the, the 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 guy to the chicken. You know, you're mm-hmm. swinging a chicken over your head. Sure. You say a little uh, prayer through Jew ma- uh, magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now you don't have any more sin. There's, there's a little description of it that's in the lawsuit: dead chickens, half dead chickens, chicken blood, chicken feathers chicken urine, chicken feces, other toxins and garbage. You know, and like a lot of Jewish food, it's an acquired taste. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's really, if you didn't grow up with it, it doesn't make sense to you. But uh, I didn't grow up with it, so it doesn't make any sense to me. No. I was not, I'm not this, I'm not this crazy a Jew. So I don't, I don't, uh, I, I, f- I find this whole thing uh, confusing. I, guess, I like that, um, I, I guess I, it's very, you know, it's very on point as a Jew. Uh, that it's you know you you're supposed to look at the chicken and know that you should be dead. That's what the, that's what it says. <laughs> yes. You should be the yeah the, you, you know you, yeah yes. You watch the life drain out of a chicken. You think you, oh that's me. Yes, I deserve this. I deserve this. Oi, oi. <laughs> well, uh, and then you can't eat the chicken because it's a sinful thing. You it's yeah, they, soaked in sin now. I guess it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, they can't eat them. They give them away to to people who like I guess you know. They don't care about here. Puerto can, Ricans eat this eat chicken. This. <laughs> eat this sin chicken. It's only it's only a dollar, right? <laughs> I sell them to uh, families. Who- and if you've ever if you've ever like been in a deal in you know a business deal with an Orthodox guy and thought, I think this guy's ripping me off. Mm. Yeah, that's what's going on. That's uh, you're sure you save a dollar on a thing that's been in a sweaty Orthodox guy's hand all afternoon uh. as he swings it over his head. And right. then, and then now it's also, and it's full of some guy named Shmuley's adultery from last year. Yeah. <laughs> That's all, you know, all, chock all full a, of a time he lied to his grandmother. Yeah, and, it's filled, yeah, it's filled with, what, what else? What are some other sins that, that might be thrown into there? Uh, sp- here's one I've been accused of, uh, speaking ill of Jews to Gentiles. That's kind of what I'm doing right now, actually. <laughs> no, you're uh, not. We're, we're in mid... We're in, uh, we're in mid-sin. I think I got a chicken around here somewhere <laughs> that you could swing around. Lashon Araz, they Take call care it. of it uh, when Yom Kippur is coming. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. When, that's when you deal with it. Yep. Uh, when, when, as soon as Yom Kippur gets it, I got to say, and I've said this before, but if I had that deal, that's a pretty sweet deal. What's that? You could have your sin all year. And then you just go, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you then suddenly you're without sin. Yeah, there is. And it's all in the chicken. Mm-hmm. Fuck Which, that chicken. You know, you look at any Orthodox guy walking down the street, you're like, well, that's a guy who's pure and without sin. You know, yes. that's 100%. <laughs> that guy, that's an as, angel. Look at him. What an he, angel he is. As soon as he combs the feathers out of his beard, <laughs> that man is going to be 100% pure. This is, um, I mean, I... You know, I I don't know if it's uh if it's time if it's time to weigh in on it. Is it time to weigh in on it on the? Uh, I think so. This yeah. is B, this is one hundred percent BFJ. Uh, <laughs> now the lawsuit or the or chicken caporis itself. The chicken caporis itself is oh, BFJ. Okay. <laughs> uh, the lawsuit is only GFJ because you know there's gonna be a lawyer in the, involved in this thing. Oh, so, <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. So someone's getting paid. There'll be but, some profit. Yeah. So yeah, somebody's getting paid. Someone's having a nice bot mitzvah for this year. But the point is, uh, the whole thing. A guy in a suit whipping a chicken around his head, you know, like it, as Jews, we love looking down on other religions. Mm. It's a thing we absolutely love to do. We love Ooh. to say, like, look at these goyim, they're nuts. Look at what's <laughs> wrong with them. They're crazy. This is sound. This like if you told me this was Santeria, I'd believe you. Like yes. I don't even know what what is this. <laughs> hey, easy now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, 
you know, we try not to, I don't get too sensitive about it, you know what I mean? Because, like, I, I wasn't raised Santorian. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it doesn't really bother me, but I understand. Like, well, sacrifice is, you know, a time-honored part of many religions, you know. Sure, sure, and it's essentially like a scapegoat thing. Uh, to me, it's just, you know, I don't know, you get the, the cleanup is such a, you know. It's too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, can't, you know, chicken feces. What, you know, what am I, a farmer? I can't have this. I can't. <laughs> Nobody likes it. Okay, so so BFJ for chicken caporis. What about this? Donald Trump, mm. you know, uh, is now running for president. He's making enemies with Mexico, for Christ's sake. If there's a country we should be able to get along with. You would think. Me- yeah. How hard is it? I mean, you know, they're down there. They're I mean, like, you know, granted, the guy's a drug runner and everything, I guess, and uh, El Chapo. Yeah, I, don't, I, mean? I mean, I don't think he's an elected official. No. <laughs> but, I mean, like, his prison break was pretty, uh, I mean, it was remarkable. It's right. like, he, he basically just walked out, uh, like, oh, we're going to dig the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Just do me a favor. Don't walk out the front door of the prison when you leave. Right. <laughs> Lock up. Lights out. <laughs> yeah, just make your bed. I don't know. Pretend you had to try. Right. Uh, I mean, like, uh, clearly he, he owns everything. He's got, the guy's got a lot of money and everybody's right. afraid. It's a very corrupt place. I would imagine prison for him was probably not that big a deal also. Yeah. For the, for the main guy. I mean, I've, I'm basing this all on the wire, but... Uh, <laughs> From what I understand, when you're the main guy, it's pretty, you know, you can get, like, booze and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah, I mean. Pruno like, and whatever. What's that? Pruno. What's Pruno? That's the, that's the wine they make uh, in the tank of the toilet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can get that. Got anyway. library access? He's the Donald Trump of Mexico. I would say, yeah. El, Cha- <laughs> El Chapo. The guy looks like, uh, you know, he, he looks like a stunt double for Magnum P.I. You know? <laughs> And he should take that as a compliment. Right, you know? right, Tom sure. Who big would star. It? Yeah. Big star. He looks like a stunt double for Magnum P.I. that they're honoring 20 years later, I yeah. would say. This is maybe, thanks for all your work on Magnum P.I. <laughs> we appreciate it. El Chapo, everybody. And then he can't stand up. I am uh, very honored. <laughs> he, uh, this guy uh, tweeted, that he's in a Twitter war with Donald Trump. El Chapo they, Yeah, they tweeted at each other, uh, you know, because Donald mm-hmm. was, was tweeting about how, you know, how shitty the Mexicans are and everything. Yes. I mean, I think that's literally what he said. Ah, these Mexicans are shitty. Uh, it says, your fugitive Mexican drug lord El Chapo has a message for Donald Trump. Keep fucking around, and I'm going to make you swallow your bitch words, you fucking whitey milk shitter. Wow. That's, uh, I mean. That's our future president you're talking about here. <laughs> Take it easy. There's Nobody makes my president eat his fucking words. <laughs> he will eat them, but will. you will not be the one who causes that. Right. <laughs> He'll do it because they're delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Uh, good or bad for Jews? Uh, Donald Trump? Uh, the, do you mean the fight with El Chapo or just him in general? Yeah, the whole. Well, the, whole, the fight with El Chapo, uh, I think, I have, you know, really not... You know, I don't, I don't think that really affects the Jews so much. But I think Donald Trump wanting to keep Mexicans out is BFJ, I'm going to say. Bad for Jews. Really? Which you would, you know, uh, listen, Jews have only really been white since, like, the 70s, you know? <laughs> Before that, in, in literature, there's always, they're always talking about, you know, like, you know, Jews have a different sexual appetite. They talk about Jews like they're not white. Uh-huh. So... The more the more races we have in America, mm. the more time Jews get to spend as white, which is really the great. If you get rid of all the other races, 
then eventually they start divvying up white people. <laughs> and they're like, well, this guy's not as white as me. Yeah. This guy's a little bit, he's got a little something in him. It doesn't, he doesn't look like I do. He doesn't look like my uncle. He doesn't look like my aunt. This is not, uh-huh. that's not. So you got to have, we have to, you know, there's like 11 different types of brown in America now. And it's great. It's been a great time for Jews ever since. <laughs> the, record, the record industry was thriving until, you know, online music. But the point is, is that more, we want more race in America. Yes, more so race. More, ra- more, more variety. More races, more so variety. lighten up, Donald. It's BFJ. It's BFJ. All right. Well, uh, that's, uh, that all makes sense. Well, thanks for joining me. Yeah, my pleasure. All right. That's uh, senior Jew correspondent Nate Fridson. Hello. Of, uh, of, of Bushwick, Brooklyn, where the Jews live. Bushwick proper. Yes. And you can also uh, listen to his CD on Patreon. Best guy so far. Please. That's all you want to be is the best guy so far. Great business. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you for listening to the other city crew. shit you know generally speaking it's a good idea just to check are you are you i wonder, I wonder if, if your voice shows up on here the way mine does pd yeah yeah say it again yeah i hope so i hope yeah. it all right well we'll take a chance yes give me one big loud yes yes more about more about yes <laughs> No, never do that again. Oh. <laughs> no matter how much you agree with something. Yes. Uh, if you did start to get horny, uh, to it, like, hey, look at that, Rick. <laughs> Rick, look at that. Oh, what's, what's she doing?